hold tight, hold tight, you man out there that are struggling, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> keep holding it down there. Keep fighting. He is. What? Book me now. Book me now. I swear. I swear. Uh, marry me or I'm dying. Anyway, so, um, so. Hi, everyone. It's Beatrice. It's Tammy. And it's Sharon, and welcome to the BTS podcast. No, no episode number because it's actually a weekend. <laughs> I know. Yeah, episode number. We already said scrap that until fifty, boy. We'll spell it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an F. What was that spelled? Jesus. <laughs> Oi. Oi. I'm so dark. I'm, I'm deep and I haven't even heard someone say that around a birthday cake in time. Yeah, because we haven't been to any pool parties in time. <laughs> We're too busy spelling COVID instead of Jesus. Like, <laughs> give me Oi. a C. <laughs> You're dumb. I'm not <laughs> Ain't nobody saying the word COVID no more. What the hell? Boy, giving that too much attention. But, um, Oh God, mercy! Back again with another episode, man. Um, I was actually gonna say something. Oh yeah, like the way people um, what you call it, have been reacting to the Instagram post from last week's episode on awkward dates. People have just been like, literally, oh, the like, tweets. Well, yeah, oh, the tweets. Yeah, yeah. People have been killing me with their responses. A couple That's people nice. as well. I'm not gonna bait them out. A couple people were messaged me and was just telling me about like, like different things that they've experienced as well on their on their In dates. Hold tight, hold tight, you man out there that are struggling, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> keep holding it down there. <laughs> keep fighting. <laughs> holding it down. Do you know what, Beatrice, do you know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to be like, oh, yeah, some people message me like, oh, like, I would do this on a date. Let's, let's. But the thing is, though, you know there are guys out there that, that yes. will use any opportunity yes. to be like, yeah, my, my T-shirt already doesn't have the tag or whatever. Or... <laughs> I can I give you my t-shirt, t-shirt. stay tagless. That's right. I can give you a t-shirt. What you mean? They try and use every opportunity to turn well, it around. I just gave that tea to charity. <laughs> right, nigga. Bye. <laughs> no, but Tammy, you're so right. They literally use every single Everything. opportunity. Like you'll put a, a tweet or something like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh I'm tired. Like, oh I swear you're tired. Let me come down and let me give you a little so- ah, give me mm-hmm. a little. Let me let me wake you up. <laughs> Real life, my fire. Hey, <laughs> your love is my, my only desire. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, so done. Gosh, oh. subjects. That's how somebody will now be like, my teeth are real. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> the bar is. The you know bar what kills me? You know when people hell. just like the bar, when people say, oh, yeah, the bar's in hell or something. I, that, I don't know why that phrase just kills me. No, because the bar is actually in hell. Like, Damn. So low, so low. (laughs) How low can you go? (laughs) All the way to the floor. Anyway, oh my god! Please, let's not make this into a singing episode today. Well, you be doing most of the singing. Let's be real, okay? So you're really chatting to yourself there. (laughs) I can add the realization you had to turn the volume down every time Beatrice starts singing. (laughs) No, I just learned that one hurt my that one hurt my feelings too. Let me not even lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh my gosh. No, but but anyway, so many people actually say that like my voice is actually really high pitched, and I'm actually so sorry, guys. Like, I can't help it. Like, 
is it so, yeah people are, like so high-pitched I'm like, oh, I no I think you're just so loud strange. oh right okay <laughs> no, no no well, I'm that saying... as well yeah that's actually true though like I don't mm-hmm. think it's like because you actually have your your voice isn't high pitch. Oh, it's a just, lot, but people say no. that it's really high pitch. No, so. I think it's when you're um I'm laughing or like laughing or yeah, shouting, yeah. it just goes a bit high. But yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah. that's with everyone, but you know, true, true. Thank, thank you. For I find it. <laughs> I was saying that um I still find it weird that people that have known me for years still can't tell the difference between my voice and Beatrice's voice. Yeah, on the pod. Yeah, apparently, like, me and Shine's voice blends together, but then Tammy has a distinct voice. Oh, of course I do. Oh, get out of here, man. Get out of here. The glue. (laughs) (laughs) The glue? (laughs) The glue. But, um... Yeah, Yeah, I just find it so strange. Like, people... Like, not even, like... Like, these are my friends' friends, you know? Mm. People that I've known for years. And they're like, I'm not sure if it was you. Like, I always get your voices mixed. I'm thinking, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Are you telling me the truth? <laughs> <laughs> also, guys, you're not going to believe this yet. But I was listening to Funker by One Day Cole the other day. And I only just deeped that it's called Funker because of that. Uh, Michael, are you telling me the truth? Funker, you go to Jaday. I didn't <laughs> realise. Well, I did not realize. I didn't realize, and I was listening to it, and I was like, "Oh my days, this is taken from that uh, mm, mm, from Iman Keller." I didn't Bam. realize his, the dad even did a little talk talk in the song. I didn't clock anyway. Um, no, no, shout out to him. Going... I met him at honestly. Wireless, I was gonna say, you know, I keep on saying this. Any time you mention him, I have to mention the video that Tammy took of him with him. Sorry, at. I'm not the picture, so the video Tammy took with him um, at Wireless because that video, I don't know why it just absolutely kills me. And then it's, and it's the part at the end, Tammy, where you're like, "Oh, but how's your dad though? How's he doing?" I'm thinking, <laughs> no, do you know why? Do you know what it was? Because obviously, um, that day, I think um, Sharon didn't go to Wireless that day, so I no, was wait, wait, did she? She didn't go to Wireless that day. No, okay. it was the, it was the day that she didn't go. Oh, the Sunday. Wait, so was this just? Yeah. The year before last, yeah, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go on the Sunday. Yeah, Friday, Saturday. So, um, I was okay. So I waited for Jennifer, and Mm. then um, you guys, I think you guys were a bit um late, but then I wanted to watch Tiwa Savage. Didn't even end up seeing her anyway because Jen was a bit late as well. So I'd missed the set. So then we just met two people um outside. You know the bit where people take pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're now just we're now just talking with these people, and I'm now clocked like fifth. Like honestly, it must have been like a good fifteen or twenty minutes. Late. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> this guy, this guy is Eman Kellum. Like I couldn't like you wouldn't think like you know sometimes when you see influencers, they're yeah, they're they're different. Like, you know that they're YouTubers and stuff like that. But yeah. honestly, he was just with one other girl. They mm. were just friends when we just started mm. taking pictures and things like that. I'm like, wait a minute. You're Eman Kellum. That's when I just had to bring up. I said, wait a damn minute. <laughs> I need to get this on film. <laughs> so then I just started, um, it was cool. Like we just started, um, I just started snapping him and stuff like that. Yeah, like, no, that was so yeah, was, You will, no, you will. No, you will. No, you will. <laughs> Sorry guys, you can't see the video, but it was actually hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> I might put it on, I might put it on our story. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Um, but anyway, Sha, how is everyone doing? Let's do a quick check and see. How's your week, guys? No, 
Okay. Um, I can go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my week was okay. I'm trying to think. Um, work was all right. Just a lot of things were like, okay, we'll pick this up next week. We'll pick this hey. up next week. And now, <laughs> next week today. Oh, I'm just thinking, oh my God. Sharon, when I tell you, yeah, the way it is on Fridays, when everyone's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Sharon, what was the words you said? Like, we'll, we'll pick this back up on Monday. Yes. Like, we'll pick up, up where we left off. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, like when I tell you everything was just, we'll pick this up next week, we'll pick this up next week. Mm. Now next week has come. Oh, I had a dream about work. That's when you know. Oh, me too. Me That's too. when you know, like, yeah. anyway, Sha, we committed to the Lord in prayer. Um, but then other than that, I had a good weekend, obviously mm. went out again, which was really nice. And um, I did my hair as well, which was so last minute. I basically was... Um, looking through pictures from like summer and stuff and I was like oh I forgot about this hair and I was like I, actually no that's a lie not that I had forgotten about it but yeah I think I was on the phone to my friend or whatever and we were just talking about it and then I looked through the pictures and I was like oh yeah this hair like whatever like I really liked it or whatever mm. and I was like I was like to her can you just check if she's free for like Friday and this was literally on Tuesday um and obviously you know with our other hairdresser like you got me booking her in advance like mm. you know you know who I'm talking about you mm. have to be booking her in advance so like I was like she probably is not going to be free but she was like yeah that's fine like um she's free on Friday so I was like cool I'll just go after work and do my hair and stuff and obviously it's like a quick hairstyle so mm. I was like it won't take like too long or whatever um, how long did it take in the end because you're because basically oh explain what the hairstyle you did so that people understand oh yeah so I just did came rose 10 to the back Feed-ins, um, so those feed-ins, feed-ins. people that don't know. Yeah, feed-ins. Um, I just did 10 to the back. I booked my appointment for four o'clock, but when I got there, uh, someone else was in the chair. Yeah, <laughs> so I had to wait. Um, but I didn't wait for long, to be honest. She was literally doing, like, finishing touches sort of thing. Mm. Um, and I started my head... Oh, Beatrice, I don't remember. Obviously, I was on FaceTime sheet the whole time. Yeah, I can't yeah. really remember. Maybe at like 4.30, I want to say. say. I, say, I yeah. sat in the chair and then um, she obviously blow-dried my hair out. And she, I did a, I got a trim as well because I haven't had a trim in ages. Uh, and it's so amazing. I was saying to Beatrice, tell me that um, mm. the way they blow-dry hair in salons is like mm. not how you would do your hair. Yeah. I'm like, why is your hair glistening and shining like this? I'm thinking, damn. <laughs> I'll be thinking, no wonder, because you know, like white people be like, oh yeah, just going for a blow dry. And I'm thinking, why are you going all the way for a blow dry? Mm, like, mm. but no, honestly, the way these the hair just blow drying yeah. hair is different. Um, but anyway, so she, I was like, wow, I've never seen my hair like this. Well, or I, like, I haven't seen my hair like this in a really long time. Um, and then she gave me a trim, and this woman is so affordable. Mm. Why was the trim five pounds? Hmm. why mm, was wow. the trim five pounds i went to another Jesus. salon like last time i got my hair trimmed it cost me like 30 pounds i think yes yes me too i went to that um elite hair salon they are really yeah good, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where i went as well mm. um so when i was asking my friend to ask her like does she trim hair i and when she was like yeah she does i was thinking hmm, this is gonna be like basically probably like similar price to how much it is gonna be to like actually came in my hair she was like yeah just five i said five pounds book me in what book me now book me in now i swear i swear um marry me or i'm dying anyway so um <laughs> so yeah she booked me in or whatever got my hair trimmed and then she did my hair she's actually quite fast like i was considering i like got my hair trimmed blow dried she did my she threaded my eyebrows my upper lip chin everything i was i left at like seven o'clock um so yeah mm. and 
um yeah she's really quick so um anyway so yes I did my hair then we went out Beatrice and mm. I went out that evening mm. and that was really good as well mm. um and also um I don't know if I said this to you Beatrice or if I was saying this to someone else but I just like the fact that the motive was on Friday because yeah you still had a weekend yeah kind of, yeah I like Friday I, li- I like a Friday evening motive I can't lie to you yeah um because now I'd still feel like okay, cool. Like it's still the weekend, even though it's gone. You still quickly. got a lot. You you got a lot done yesterday as yeah, well. Exactly. Like you were able to do stuff. Yeah, true. But anyway, yeah, that was my week. Mm. What about you, Beatrice? Um, yeah, and like my week was pretty okay. I had a really busy week at work, but actually, I planned like on the weekend before, so I'm happy I took the Sunday to actually do some work because it helped my week be a bit more organized um yeah so work was good obviously went out like Sharon said on Friday evening which was nice um yeah then Saturday I oh yeah I did my hair on Saturday as well um, oh yeah you're still meant to t- take a picture and show up yeah sorry I've literally it's literally been like packed away since it's not been out um no honestly yeah, sometimes I, when I get my when I get my hair done I just pack it away like I don't but, yeah me too you, need to you can't even that. be moving too far too much man your hair will be your edges and all them things yeah no but guys obviously it was so funny we went um i basically went to a lady that tammy and sharon used to do like their knotless braids um and like if you know me you know me my hair we've had a we've had a real real you know battle these last couple of years to be honest because my edges I don't know when it disappeared, but it, I thought it was going to come you back. You shaved them off, you said. So okay, I don't no, understand. I know that, but I'm, I was going to explain. So basically, my edges ran away, and I thought, okay, cool, it's going to come back, but it didn't come back. So I thought, okay, if I shave it, maybe it will feel more welcome to come back. You know when they say, like, when you shave it, it like, gives it, like, a brand new surface, you know what I mean? Nah, this one didn't want to really come back again. So right now, basically, my edges are just non-existent. The thing is, when I do like certain styles, people are like, oh my god, like your edges actually look really like you, you do it in a way that looks all right, but it's all the bloody deception. That's you know me I mean? as well. I actually have none, yeah. like zero edges. Yeah, like even it's... when I was looking at my head the other day, I was like, fake. Someone, yeah, I think my friend was saying, like, oh yeah, you've even got edges, you're so lucky. I said, This is not edges. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, my hair used to start so much. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my so hair used triggering. to start so much further down. I swear. Oh, anyway, it's well, so, so it is what it is. That's what you gotta do, sacrifice for the wigs and all them things there. Bam, bam. So yeah, like my edges is basically like non-existent. And um, when you're doing knotless, obviously, you know, if you're doing braids and stuff, like your edge is actually quite important because it's kind of crucial to how neat the front can get, if that kind of makes sense. Like they need something to grips. Mm. There's nothing grips. there. Grips. Yeah. <laughs> grips. <laughs> they need Not grips. To grip. <laughs> <laughs> not, not oh gosh oh my man right now anyways so they need something to grip right now uh right now <laughs> guys right let's tell you now. this is this actually explains the state i mean because i'm so tired but anyways um yeah so basically obviously you know when you're like you know you're laughing with your hairdresser doing kiki kaka so obviously i think we got a bit too comfortable because then she basically was like to me like well, what's going on? She, she first was like, no, your hair, like, the actual, like, main part of your hair, like, this is so healthy, like, well done, you're doing really well. I was like, oh, wow, thank you, really, like, complimenting me. I said, cool. She said, however, I said, ah. I said, that front, huh, there's no edges there. I said, ah. <laughs> For your hair just to make that comment, I was like, yeah, this is peak. But um, Carlido, though, she absolutely slayed it. Like, there's some parts, obviously, that she couldn't really get into the braid, which is fine. But apart from that, honestly, I feel like this might be the best 
knotless braids yeah, I have done. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Actually, probably the best braids I've done, period, including yeah. Nigeria. I'm not even going to front now. Including mm. Nigeria, because in Nigeria, <clears throat> I feel like some of them still have problems with grip, like grips, um, gripping, like the. F- <laughs> like, if I was okay, but bitches, where where did you go in Nigeria though? So I went in Lekki. I went to a salon in Lekki. Exactly. So this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, true, true, exactly. true, true. No, but like, even say so, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't like those. I do my hair in in Nigeria, even though I've never done knotless, but the actual braids itself. Mm. Like it's so it's unmatched. This girl is good. Like the the lady that did our one is good. Like I think she's the best I've ever in this country. Chef. Oh yeah, facts. The best. But in terms of like Nigeria, Nigeria. Well, I just I, I do on the mainland. Like so. one, it depends on who you're going to. But you know, some people they say that they know not less, but they don't actually know not less. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like true. so, yeah, I think it's true. actually the fact that. One, they might not have actually been one hundred percent comfortable with knotless, but they just said, "Yeah, they can do it." Um, and two, actually, then as well, my edges was in a really bad state. So the braids, okay, let me know. Like the braids itself were neat, but I just feel like the front, it just, it just would always, it just could never look like sharp because there was just a bit of hair in the front. If that makes mm, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, long story short, I know this is a long. I don't know where people care about this thing, but anyway, long story short, <laughs> now, this way they actually did like a really good job. So I'm proper She's happy. Saying. And I'm, you know, I'm just thinking about the fact that you know when you guys did your hair like five weeks later like it was still so presentable that you could yeah. still go outside yeah. so when so, I yeah. was taking my hair out I was like mm. I don't necessarily need to do this right now like I could yeah. definitely carry it still and even then I had had it for ages I think I took my hair out in February and I did it in December yeah um, and yeah. even when I was taking it out and I'm not the type to like I'll wrap it for the first like you know a few weeks or whatever mm. and then after one I'm just like I'm too tired I can't bother I'll just go to bed like that mm. but it was still really like it was still neat mm. Mm. and people yeah, I was just going to say that people were even saying to me that I'm surprised your hair's still in. But I just think it's just the way she did it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Um, so I'm really banking on that because I'm just trying to, like, from now to Afro Nation, God willing, if it happens, I'm trying to see what I can get in or squeeze in or if I can extend like, a certain hairstyle for a long period of time so that, you know, the timing of it works out nicely that I can get something done just before affirmation. But I'll say yeah. to, this to Sharon, I think even Tammy, we've even said it as well, like in that hot country, I, I don't think wigs will be seeing me. I think it's going to have to be a brace wow. thing because... Remember, I've been it's saying... Not even, it. yeah. It's not even just the fact that it's hot. It's the fact that it's hot and it's a festival. I don't... I'm yeah, I'm not, going more than one I'm not day. Carrying, you know I mean? that, I'm not carrying up. got to be with me yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I'm not doing yeah. that. Yeah, it's true. It's that waking up and having... You know we all slumped as well? Oh. Waking up... Oh, no, no, no. to think about like... Oh, like, when I told yeah, you Dubai, I was living my best life. Especially yeah, when you yeah. have your eyelashes done already. Like, yeah. and your eyebrows are done. Literally, what is there left to do? Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but, I told um, you. For me, it's braids all year, except for my birthday. So. Them ones. Them ones. I hear you, to be honest. It's just jarring that, you know, it's actually just so expensive just generally to do braids. But yeah. It's yeah. But, but yeah, apart from that, innit? Man's here. Man's local. Yeah, I mean, local. This girl. How was your week, Tammy? Um, yeah, my week was kind of simple, um, laid back, relaxed, didn't really do that much. Um, the only problem I had with work is, um, people that are on the same level that you trying to tell you what to do. Oh, (laughs) I was gonna, I was gonna ask if there are any work chronicles that you can share with us today. That tweet actually resonated with me deeply, man. Because I'm thinking, I literally, what I I just said, literally, why do people on the same level you think that they're your manager? Like, Fam. why are you telling me what they're trying to school me? Then when I'm when I'm typing on Teams, you're not replying because you already know. Because I'm just thinking, like, one guy came to me like, oh, you shouldn't have done something this way. I've escalated it to my manager. Wait, what? And I was just like, hmm. first of all, 
Oh. Okay, so obviously, um, where I work, like, you have to like transfer calls and stuff to like different mm. departments. Mm. Cool. So, um, I must have tried to transfer, but sometimes with the system that we use, there's always problems. So it just cut the call. So the call just cut, and I was just like, oh well, uh, right. And I was going to escalate it to um, <laughs> the manager, and then this person. Bear in mind, this person's on another team. I don't even know who this person is. <sighs> That's how I now get a message in my team like hi. No, they, they he called me on Teams, and I missed. He didn't alert me, so I didn't see the call. Mm. So then he now messaged me like oh hi, and I was like oh hi. Um, <laughs> I didn't see the call. Um, it didn't alert me. Mm. He now starts saying like oh what do you mean blah blah blah. You transferred a call to my um, you transferred a call to my department, and um, you didn't do it properly blah blah blah. The the customer was really angry blah blah blah. I'm thinking hold on bro. Hold on a second, bro. So if you to ask me what happened, like, oh, mm. um, I see that you transferred a call, but then something happened, like, what's going on? You just want to start pointing fingers. And bear in mind, like you just said, oh, this is not your manager. Oh, no, he's not. He's like, he's not, he's not part of my team. He's not in my oh, team. Gosh. We have different managers. Like, I don't know who he is. How can you come onto my team and start messaging me? Oh, mm-hmm. what happened? Blah, blah, blah. I saw your name. Blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking, um... First of all, I said, first of all, you need, like... And especially when it's on Teams, like, it's different if you're on the phone to someone. Mm. Or you did, like, you're literally typing, so I can take it anyway. Like, yeah. the way he was typing, I'm not just, and I just told him, like, look, I've also escalated this to... I've also notified mm. the manager about this situation because I don't understand how you're coming from another team trying to tell me what to do, mm. trying, to, trying to school me, telling me that um, I'm being unprofessional, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like... Um, Sorry, bro. I don't know who you are. And after I sent him one whole paragraph, he didn't reply. Of course, he didn't. And I said, and the last thing I said, that I have noted my man, my manager of this incident. Stop, mm. bang. And he didn't even reply. <laughs> so, bang. And then I told, I told my manager, and she was fine. She was like, yeah, she don't understand. Like, I'm a good worker. Mm. This but is other thing, than man. other than that. My week was very good. Nothing really, nothing was really happening. But I was seeing a lot of people out and stuff. Mm. And I even made a tweet. It's either I don't have enough friends, or maybe I'm boring because everyone's going out. But then, then in my head, I'm like, even if someone wants to invite me, I'm like, oh no, I don't feel like going out. I was exactly going to say that. that. (laughs) I was going to say that, Tammy. So you know, (laughs) I guess you know, (laughs) I kind of answered my own question. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have enough friends. You, everybody. Yeah, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my. I'll just ask her. That's my friend. Thank you. But I don't have enough friends. Girl, bye. As in. Sorry, I can't can't help my network. Oh, get out! <laughs> I'm so so done. But um, just on like the week and stuff. Um, sorry to like change the tone of the of the the pod or whatever. But I just thought it was really sad about Jimmy who passed away. Mm. Um, after he tried to save that lady. Mm. What is his full name? Sorry, I know. He... Do you have his, his name? Is yeah, Fola Jimmy. Olubumi Adewole. Hmm. Um, it's sad because the woman was actually um com- trying to commit, commit suicide. suicide. Yeah, I was even gonna ask this. Yeah, so yeah. she tried to commit suicide. Him and another guy mm. jumped in, and um, the woman and the other guy survived, but he sadly passed away. And um, I think. They were saying that they couldn't... Eat. This was around midnight as well. I think he just finished work. Mm. 
and um, it happened. And I'm just thinking, like, for you, for it to be dark and you're jumping into the River Thames, like, that is, first of all, that is scary. And mm. it's really brave of him, like, to try yeah. and put someone um, above himself. Or, or a complete stranger. A complete stranger. And it just shows you how selfless he was in that moment. Like, mm. yeah. For it me, really tells you the type of person that he is. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm just thinking that if I was walking around London Bridge at around midnight and I'm seeing someone falling into the mm. river Thames, not going to lie, my first instinct would not be to, to jump, jump in and try and no say way. As bad as it sounds. I think for me, it would be, be calling like some yeah. sort of... Yeah, like, or, yeah like, or to try and call for help or something. Mm. Like My first instinct wouldn't be... Because obviously, my first thing is oh, it's dangerous and things like yeah. that. But for him to put him to put someone else that he doesn't know in front of himself, and in it the cost dark him as well, and it must have been so been... cold. Yeah. And also, I just don't even. Maybe he's had that sort of like um, I can't remember what they used to call it in like PE. You know, people do like was it like survival like I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a module. Yeah, I think like, it was like lifeguard. To... Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, maybe he's had that kind of training, but me, I like, I genuinely don't think I'd have been able to do anything mm, if I was yeah. in the water. So, like, the fact that he was confident enough that he could actually help her—it's mm. just so sad that like they weren't able to like you know save him because the other two people were saved. Yeah, the yeah. person and the people saying that it's so sad. How obviously, like, obviously the person that wanted to commit the suicide, like, commit suicide, actually survived. Um, and people, I don't know how people want to just start chatting absolute rubbish. But obviously, they were just like, like, can you imagine the person who actually wanted to die survived, and the person that was trying to obviously help didn't? Mm-hmm. Which obviously it's is facts. So it's, it's, it's facts, and it is actually so so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like you said, Tammy. To be fair, like when I heard of it, I think you know you kind of just think to yourself, wow, like if I was in that situation, like what would, would I, I do? actually have done it? I wouldn't. No. Yeah. That really just goes to show that you know when someone's heart must be so like. Oh, I don't know. Then that heart must be so big, um, for you to just basically risk it all because at that point, like you said, it's you know that fight or flight kind of mode. Like you're you're like you just go into it. So I think yeah, like he, it's it's sad to see, but um, yeah, he's a he's a hero, and you know he is actually a hero when you think about it because yeah, you know not everyone has that instinct to go and do that thing immediately. Um, so yeah, like it's so sad though. Wow. <sighs> And obviously, when you're, you know, it, it's sad regardless. But obviously, you know, when you see like a black person, I was going to say the same. It's thing. just another thing that is like, oh my. And you know, God. the black London community is actually quite small. Like, yes. yeah, it's very small. So, you people are people on my TL know. Yes, the, the guy. person. Mm, so then yeah. it's like it, it just hits a bit closer to home, I think, because even though I don't know him, mm. the fact that there is there are people on my TL who do know him, it just mm. hurts a lot more. And it's just like I know that this death of a black man wasn't from violence, but it's just it's still the same. It's just still the same, like mm. death of death of a black man. I don't know, man. It's just I'm interested to know, and I don't know if this is like the right time to say this or whatever but mm. i'm interested to know what ethnicity this lady was because me too i'm just right i don't know i don't know why it does, but it i does, just it feel does, a bit it never, it never it never actually said it i don't think no yeah. but, but it's um, just it's just it, it's just sad and the fact that he was nigerian as well and mm, it's just like because mm. obviously i told my parents because 
it's not mainstream news you yeah. like yeah. I haven't heard it on which I think is another thing that is mad because if this were someone else or I can't lie if this were a white man jumping in to save a woman that man's face is going to be everywhere and it's going to be hero jumps in but I know that on the story I can't I can't remember the article but I think it was a times or something that the the title was like man dies um, jumping into river and then they phrased it in a way that was like as if like they like the guy wasn't doing a heroic thing do you know what I mean like mm. whereas we know I have, it was... I have yeah I have seen some articles where it does call him a hero and stuff but yeah. okay. I just I feel like I just feel like it's just but it's not mainstream it's... like you said like, yeah I tried to find when I obviously you know I googled it so that I could like get the facts straight um all the the places that were like um that were talking about it they were like my london newspaper like news mm, like yeah platforms that you don't really oh there's ha- one like, that, okay, no 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 it's um it's actually on bbc oh i was looking for it on sky news and i couldn't find it okay so but it's I on guess, BBC, yeah, bbc it's on the guardian it's on the standard it's actually everywhere now daily yeah, mail now but i think initially it wasn't because i literally saw it on um I'm oh, saying the article was posted a day ago, so actually, I think it was there. Maybe it's just not. Oh, um, just, just game wasn't. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, hey, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just sad because because mm-hmm. I was looking at him, and then obviously, like people on the TL have been posting like videos of him and how he's been in like some people's YouTube videos and things like mm-hmm. that, and it's kind of like he was literally like one of us. Like if we were to go to like a motive or like he would probably be not that he'd probably be there, but it's kind of like yeah within the you. same community so it's mm. kind of like it hits a bit differently i don't know yes. and he was so young as well yes. so young mm. oh god no this life no, i should rest in peace honestly rest in peace yeah honestly wow. hey god man i don't know i don't know what it is but i think because this is like the second black man to die in water i don't know it's just oh in the last like how many weeks like two weeks Mm. i don't know man Mm. so sad Mm. so 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 sad also i think another thing that's really sad is that obviously today so for context we're we're recording on sunday the 20th yeah sunday the 25th and like news came out that azalea um died which I thought was really sad because um, obviously she's been fighting with leukemia since she was born. Mm. Yeah, no, honestly, that again. Because I think they were trying to raise money for her. Like, I think there was they a did raise money. They and it was like one million. It was like one million pounds. And they yes. actually did it. Yeah. But then I think they now said that they couldn't perform the surgery or something like that. Like, yeah, so I, said, I don't know. I think from what I remember... Obviously, like you said, she basically was diagnosed with leukemia just like when she was born. Um, and yeah, they obviously, you know, the dad who's Ashley Kane, um, if you guys don't know who Ashley Kane is, he basically was on the show X on a beach. And he's also, well, he was a footballer as well. Um, so, yeah, basically, he obviously has like some sort of following. Um, and he shared that, yeah, that his... Um, his baby girl basically was diagnosed with leukemia and, you know, you know, there's a lot of treatments and stuff and obviously those sort of things are obviously not free. They're very, very expensive. Um, and he basically shared the story and I think that's when the whole fundraising thing, and I feel like there's been two different 
two different occasions where they raised money but the the major one was basically there was a treatment that i think that was discovered somewhere i don't know if it's in singapore or somewhere yeah somewhere. i think it was thailand was it thailand i don't think know. so Oh, maybe it was Thailand. I don't quote me on that, but it was somewhere um, that essentially said that they were launching. You know how they have like trials and like it's they've started testing and they think that it's something that could basically help her. Mm. So um, this treatment was going to be extremely expensive. I don't remember what the target was set at, but all I know is that that fundraising, like within a, a couple of days, they had raised one point five million pounds. Mm. Um, and obviously, like to go and you know embark on those kind of treatments you have to meet certain criterias so essentially i can't remember what 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 was the actual criteria that needed to be met but as obviously her condition was deteriorating it gets to a point where it like it it can no longer kind of be it no longer meets the requirements for the treatment if that kind of makes sense you know it needs to be at a certain stage once it goes past that stage and obviously it's really hard to, to fight it um, and unfortunately as things had progressed it, things had actually deteriorated quite rapidly ahead of when they you know they they scheduled this um this treatment and therefore she was no longer eligible to actually have the you know the treatment um anymore so th- i think he basically said i don't know whether i'm right or maybe you guys can you know miss what i said but he didn't he say something along the lines of because of that like they're now just going to stop all kinds of um like treatment or whatever i think the doctors advised that they okay. yeah that they stopped that they, they've basically done all that they can do yeah um, and yeah that's i think when they took her home yes exactly that's when they took her home finally um and they just spent some time with her and yeah then obviously like you know like sharon mentioned today's when unfortunately we heard that she passed away and it's just so sad because i think for me the reason why it's sad obviously it's, it's sad just in general but you know when it's just like a child is so when it comes to like children as well and you know for me like I said already cancer for me is a trigger is a trigger thing it's the fact that it's a child that was going through this and you know like children like like it's it's just so painful like think about how adults kind of you know deal with it yeah alone a child like what the Mm. heck is a lot for a baby to to be dealing with um and you can see how much and how how far you know the parents are willing to go do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, I know, mm. not saying that other, you know, people who kind of stop are bad because, you know, each, everyone can only take on so much and each baby, and everyone knows their own baby and knows kind of, you know, what things are. And obviously, doctors will say different things at different times to different babies. But this family, you can just see how, how dedicated they were to literally doing everything that was out, even outside of their own reach, obviously reaching out to others and all those things there. Um, so yeah that's for me reason why and obviously everyone kind of warmed was basically part of it do you know what I mean like you know everyone was really involved so I think that's the reason why it really 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 touched me um to hear that yeah that she's passed away today yeah <laughs> just pray that God gives them the strength man honestly honestly because losing a I can't yeah losing a child that's that is that is a massive thing Okay, guys, so as you know, each week we do a song of the week and it's finally my turn again. Like Tammy said last week, all these guests, they've just been taking up the spot. But um, (laughs) this week I'm going to choose a song that I have not stopped playing since it dropped. Like, I'm sure 
Beatrice and Tammy, you probably know what it's going to be already. Yeah. But anyway, I'm choosing Jackpot by Crayon. That song mm. is different. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about the song, but it is just, I think it's going to be my most played song in 2021. And I know that we've only just what, okay, we haven't only just died wow. the year, but like, we're like a third of the way through the year, but it doesn't matter. Like, I just feel like that song is just going to be... It's like, mm-hmm. it's similar to that. You know how I was obsessed with Love and Watiti? I feel mm. like it's the same sort of thing with Jackpot. But yeah, if you guys don't know, as always, we'll put it on our story um, and we will add it to our Spotify playlist as well. So check it out if you haven't listened to it. That reminds me, sorry, real quick. Last weekend when we were um, at Thingy's birthday and then Pete... Um... <laughs> When we had, we were going through. I think the playlist actually. We were skimming through your playlist, Tammy, for songs to put on. Um, and Ronaldo basically was like, "Oh, who the heck is Crayon?" <laughs> and that for me, yeah, it just killed me. He was like, "What the heck? There's not. It's called Crayon." I was like, if "Nah, only, you don't yeah. understand." This is another thing, actually. So, like, somehow, some way, Beatrice and I have just turned into the the music coordinators at these moments. But anyway, um, so yesterday, not yesterday, two days ago, when we were at the party or whatever, we were trying to like find songs and stuff and obviously because we are like up to date with afrobeats afrobeats i assume that everyone will know these songs but then when i was going through them i was just like i don't know are they gonna know this that's the thing and also because we haven't been outside yet people people aren't as exposed to to certain sort like music do you know what i mean like yeah the the latest releases you're not really exposed to it like that as you normally would so that's why as well, I was just like, oh, I don't know whether people would actually vibe to this. Like, we don't know. We haven't seen it in a party environment. Because you know there's songs that you just know, like, oh, yeah, in a party environment, it just goes it's off. It's slap, like, yeah. It slaps. But because there's certain songs now that have obviously dropped this past year, in fact, that we just haven't seen in that environment. We're only knowing because maybe our friends in Nigeria have been playing the song. You know what I mean? Like, that's different. Mm-hmm. You can't compare it to this UK is the crowd. thing. This is the thing. Like, I know we're obviously UK girls, yeah, but... At the same time, I feel like because we have so many friends in Niger and we obviously, like, are exposed to their, like, stories and all that kind of stuff, to me, these songs are bait. But mm, then yeah. you're not sure. Like, even KPK, I was like, should I play I like, this? Like, 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 will they know this song? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> they appreciate the, the, you know, I mean, the effort. Yeah, trust me, because at this point, it would just be Beatrice and I, like, ha. It's true, because, <laughs> it's true because the other day, my friend um, Nigel, he sent me um, a video of, you know, people doing this Bob Ruski, yeah, 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 Bob yeah. Ruski challenge. Yeah. He was like, oh, what song is this? Okay. This came out last year. <laughs> how are you asking me what song is this in, in April? Can you imagine? I, said, nah. I said, nah, obviously things ain't clicking in this UK. That's like, what I'm, I'm like, honestly... You can't blame them. You can't blame them. If people aren't like naturally when you think about it most people do hear a lot of songs when they're out like we haven't been out do you know what i mean we ain't, we ain't able to really vibe like yeah that but you're saying that yeah but kpk was has been yeah but tammy don't even no but tammy that's to... also fully yoruba like i don't even yeah. think like even if we went out i don't even know like now maybe because of the whole bob risky tiktok thing but other than that i don't think in the uk they'd really play that like that is totally yoruba from yoruba, start to finish yeah. like it's not really like I don't know. Like I don't think it's, it's not like a burner. I think we're it's getting like confused with yeah, yeah. Nah, KPK. That song was so big. It's kind of like yeah, but Tammy, we're talking about in the UK. Well, it's I guess I'm in the wrong country. Because for me, when I heard, I heard it like 
you know how David O does his um he does his like little snippets before songs drop and stuff. So obviously mm. from that moment I said, eh, I'm I'm locked in. Do you know what I mean? But I did actually people wouldn't people who aren't really locked in like that, they wouldn't really know. And like Sharon said to be honest, like I don't know whether that song even like now if things as things are opening up and people are like going out and stuff, I actually don't even know whether people even be receptive to it just because like Sharon said it is fully Yoruba. Nah, they'll be receptive. I hope so because the beat just as a dance, dance, just uh, because I feel like I feel like the song, I feel like the song is is everywhere. Well, obviously because as you said, we follow a lot. We got a lot of friends in Nigeria, Mm. but I'm just thinking like I remember when I first heard the song. Not that many people knew it, Mm. but then obviously like over Christmas and then start of this year, Mm. but then obviously the whole Bob Risky thing that really. Elevated yeah, the yeah, song. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. in this country, it, it elevated the song because in Nigeria, KPK has been playing even Yo, before they even, even before they even had like the official video and everything. Like yeah. it's been playing. So that reminds that, me of um, E Wallet. That, so yeah, that reminds me of E Wallet as well. <laughs> to be honest, like E Wallet, well, I think was where people from Bob Risky's video where he did like, well, sorry, she did a um a dancing thing to E Wallet like that. That song, I think people didn't even know about it as well until then. So. People yeah. just only interact with those songs when they hear it, like either in a viral video or in a club. So yeah, I think it's so different for us, especially mm-hmm. like because well, I know Beatrice, you say that like you're not really an Afrobeats person like that, but by default, like obviously with like Tammy, me and mm-hmm. everyone else that is like fully invested in Afrobeats, I think by default we're likely to even come into contact with more songs anyway, just because that is like my drug. Mm. <laughs> so I need to I think I need to well anyway this weekend I definitely deeped it because I was just like right like even I was going through my own songs and I was like what is here that people that actually vibes to like genuinely yeah. like you know that's how mm. you're trying to search like what what song did drop Bernard drop back in two thousand and uh 13 or like genuinely that was me i was like let's play like to party let's play those kind of things whereas yeah like if it was a niger crowd obviously it'd be like completely different Mm. but yeah sorry like sharon said the song will be on our instagram so obviously go listen to that and guys like i said last week check out the spotify playlist we'll obviously put in our story so you guys can get direct link um but the spotify playlist i can't lie it's been jumping and also have to give a shout out to tammy as well because the african net playlist has been Hmm. Has been doing me real wonders as well. So we're Here still, you know, what I mean, we wanna, we wanna, you know, a fresh one, a fresh cut soon. You know what I mean? But yes, yeah, of course, it's doing me, it's doing me good right now. So make sure you guys listen to both of those playlists ASAP. Okay, guys. So um, a lot of you might not know, but <laughs> me and Beatrice's fave got married. <laughs> <laughs> she got married. Was it like was it last week or a week before? I think it was, it was last week. week. Yeah, yeah so um, this influencer, this makeup influencer called Makeup Shayla, um, well, Shayla, um, mm-hmm. she got married um, in Mexico, like, last week, and it was, like, a destination wedding. And obviously, um, it was just nice to see, because I don't know about you guys, but, like, when I follow someone for a long time and you just see their journey and stuff, yes. and now, like, yes. it's just monumental moments in their life, and you're just... Yes. I don't know how I can be so excited for someone that doesn't even know me, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just how I feel and just seeing like um her relationship blossom not even just her relationship like her career in general yes so, finally finally yeah, literally so she's definitely getting the recognition that she deserves but let's we're just going to focus on the wedding at this point mm. so um like looking at her wedding and stuff it made us um want to bring up this topic kind of like um would you rather go for a 
massive like glamorous wedding or would you rather because a lot of people were like I'd rather have a house so um, <laughs> kind of like because obviously when we saw um Shayla's wedding it wasn't mm-hmm. a big wedding but you can see that there was budget as in there was yes hmm. yes I was gonna say let's was... even I think we should even kind of well I mean I don't know too much but from what we can like remember let's walk through the wedding because yeah. essentially so for you guys obviously they, they, no but we have to we have to because it's actually like there's so many things that happen on that whole trip that I just feel like wow like I wouldn't have thought of that but now I'm like damn like if I had if I can I would definitely want to do something like that yeah so, oh I, I, that's actually a good point actually let me not even make this joke where is Shayla based now are they, are they still in LA yeah they're in LA but obviously okay. they live in like the suburbs now like yeah you know, with the Kylie Jenners and the, with those people. yeah yeah Okay, so basically, um, Shayla is based out in LA. Um, and like Tammy said, the wedding was in Mexico. So obviously, like, it's not like a round the corner thing. Like, obviously, you know, with America, it's big, but that's actually a trip to, to go from Mexico to LA. So, um, yeah, they, they went to LA and that's basically where it started. So, one, one thing that I wanted to discuss was uh, the, the things that happened before the wedding. So, essentially, they basically had their bachelor and Hindu kind of celebrations literally the weekend or like a couple of days before the wedding at this destination um and I don't know about you guys but it looked lit ass and one moment for me that was just like wow and I think Tammy you mentioned this when we were talking about this earlier was the fact that like they had like two different boats simultaneously two two, two different boats simultaneously going down like you know what I mean the same route but one was for the girls and one was yes. for the guys. And I'm just thinking, yes. like, this is what you call <laughs> this is what you call money. Like the fact, do you know what it is? I think it's the fact that I've never actually seen someone be like, okay, we're gonna have our bachelorette party mm. within the same time period, or time yes. period as the wedding. But that's actually genius. It actually makes so much sense. Yes. And you know, sometimes they'll be like, oh, um, it's meant to be just for the girls or just for the guys. Mm. The fact that they incorporated it and then obviously they had separate boats and stuff like it just seemed, it just seemed ideal. Mm, mm. That is exactly it. And that's actually something I want to ask you guys. So obviously, like, just thinking about like the, you know, obviously we're not, we haven't got the guys in it, but just, just, just picture, just picture in it. Uh, use your imagination, use your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Um, so do do you guys think that that's actually something that you would actually like consider doing um and do you like the idea of actually mixing like the 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 girls and the boys together like you know i mean that the 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 groom and his you know his boys and obviously the the bride and his and their, her, her girls coming together to celebrate do you do you like the idea or do you think that it should be completely separate I would want mine to be completely separate, but I understand like the sentiment. when you say completely separate, is it you just don't want any guys around? Not that I don't want any or guys if there were around. Guys you don't want to be your partner. Uh, would I want my male friends at my hen do? Is what you're asking me? No, not your male. It's not your male friends as such. It will basically no. It's not your like, male friends. Yeah, it's not your male friends. Do you, like, but then if you, if my partner's not there, so you're talking about my partner's friends, basically. That the people is gonna be part of his wed, like the wed part of your so wedding. So how will he be there? But the man, my husband. No, will be he. There. No. I thought you not... just asked that now. You're saying is it that you don't want 
guys or is it that you don't want your husband but i'm thinking okay but if the guys are there then obviously by no default. but i'm saying you know how obviously what what women typically do when they do their hen do they go there then like they'll have like different like guys that's not even like they don't know like you know what i mean if you're going like away or something like foreign people like like treating you like hanging oh, around with you like that's what i mean that? do you want a case to be where it's like well i can't say all the tourists should leave <laughs> like if they're a guy tourists on holiday then like that's fine but like i would want to just do something like just with my girls like girls only and like my my husband can do his own or my fiance can do his own thing with his guys but the thing is though i feel like they they still did that i mean obviously okay maybe it's not <laughs> yeah just asking you no no no, no, no. i'm just I, I get what you mean because I, <laughs> I feel like my answer's wrong but no. carry on <laughs> <laughs> no i get what you mean i'm just saying that i feel like with that situation though do they not kind of get that because Obviously, like I said, like the girls had their own thing, the guys had their own thing. Fair enough, they were like gone on the same route, but then obviously, then they had the opportunity to come together. So you're just saying you just that you just want it separately. Um, I just yeah, I think like I think what they did was really nice. Destination wedding, so mm. I don't know if Hindus normally happen at, but it, it would just make the most sense. You might as well just do everything in one go. If you're doing a destination, like I understand this, the whole idea of just doing everything in one go, but um, I think I would just like. I would just like to have it completely separate. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. I just think it'd just be nice to like, you do your own thing. I do my own thing. Then later on, we can be talking about, oh, this is what happened here. This is what happened there. Like, not that we have to all come together. Like, I'm still going to see you tomorrow. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Interesting. 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 What about you, Tammy? Um, obviously, before I saw Shayla's thing, I was like, oh yeah, like, it's the normal thing just to do things separately and things like that but mm. I think the way that she incorporated um the wedding and like I'm just thinking about it was kind of what you call it cost effective for the people that um were going not just mm. I'm not talking about them but in terms of like the maybe friend. like because I, I don't really think she had like a bridal party well Did to it? be honest I don't know because um you haven't seen like the proper yeah because the ceremony um they Mm. put that they don't want anybody to film anything like they they put a note like i don't know if you guys saw it they went they had their wedding like outside Mm. and then um there was like a sign at like when people were walking into like where the ceremony was going to be where they were sharing their vows like oh um we want this moment to be special and we want to share it with you so can no one record or no one take any pictures and things like Mm. that with like their phone so they because so that's why we didn't even see like the actual dress yeah. until like way later on because her reception dress was different from the mm. dress that she had her thing in. So I think um what was I gonna say? I was gonna say that um I think it was just as I said, I don't think she had a bridal tr- like a bridal party. So mm. kind it was of her close her close yeah, girls, her close friends who came mm. for like her bachelorette kind of thing. So mm. I think it was it would be cost effective for the people coming because they literally just have to go for that time and be like, okay, that's the wedding. Like, that's the whole mm. thing. So they've incorporated, like, the bachelorette with the wedding. Mm. And post the, okay, so we're doing... Let's say I wanted to do a destination wedding, but I also wanted to have my bachelorette in, on a destination as well. Mm. So that would just be a lot of money for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I kind of think that it was considering the fact that, obviously, they just incorporated it all on the same... Mm. All in the same trip. So... It would definitely be an idea. And me watching her wedding, like, like on social media and stuff, like, mm-hmm. it's now made me really want to do a destination wedding. Like, before, I didn't want to do it. Mm. But now it just seems, like, just so nice. And mm. 
this UK, like, even if, like, honestly, not like, this UK. No, honestly, because because obviously my dad went, my my dad went for a wedding um in Nigeria um mm. last month, and just in terms of like venues, atmosphere, everything, it just like the UK just ain't it does nice. it just doesn't have. First of all, everyone uses raining. the same damn halls in Tottenham yeah. and North London. Like, yeah, tired, like everyone bro. uses Curvan banqueting. Whatever, Meridian Grand, Meridian Grand, Meridian, bruv. What? And it's just like there's that no place like, not, no, even no, no, me. That, that one's nice. I know. Lie. Yeah, Meridian <laughs> Grand is nice. Like, I've always said that if I was to have a wedding, it probably yeah, me too. It'd probably be there. But yeah. in terms of like variety, aesthetics, like we don't have anything in this UK. Like there's mm. not like there's no. And I'm just thinking like if you're abroad, you already know that you're probably gonna get. You probably might want to get married outside, but even if you didn't, it'd be fine. Or like mm. in the case of Nigeria, yeah, the wedding that my dad went to, if you see the way they transformed that place, mm. like in terms of decoration, you mm. wouldn't even know it's the same hall they would like. It's so nice and they take oh I can't lie though. The issue of getting married in the UK is that a lot of people stay in London, but there are so many nice venues. If you wanted to stay in the UK, there are so many nice venues outside of London. Because oh, where yeah, my uncle get, got oh, married man. was... Oh, I'm hearing a bit of feedback. Okay. When my uncle got married was really, really nice. And what I really liked about his wedding as well is that we were there for like a weekend and stuff. Mm. And then the, the day after his actual wedding and stuff, um, he had like a... I don't know what they called it, like a post-wedding breakfast or something for like all of the family that had stayed over and we all had our own cottages so all the family stayed on the grounds where they got married in like little cottages and stuff and then we all came together for breakfast the following day and it was all really nice like so I think London like just restricting yeah. it to London yeah, is the true. actual issue like it's I don't think it's the UK because there's a lot of places in Wales that are really nice as well yeah we went we went to Bath and it was like a I can't remember what they called it but it was like basically just like fields and fields and fields and there was one one building where my um auntie like got ready and stuff and it was so nice and the pictures were so nice and then they got in like a little carriage thingy and then she drove to like the place where they got married and when they got married was outdoors as well Mm -hmm. and then you walked over to like where the actual reception was it was so like genuinely if I got married in the UK that is the sort of thing that I would want Mm -hmm. but anyway yeah yeah I actually get that yeah but for me now to go and say, okay, guys, I'm getting married and I'm getting married in Bath. Everyone will be thinking, what the hell is going yeah. on? Like, but it's your like, wedding. No, so I, understand I understand that it's my wedding, but in my head, I still want to be considerate of a lot of people. Like, I wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want everybody to spend a lot of money. Like, I, if I wanted, if I wanted to do my, if I'm not going to do my wedding in London or Essex, then I might as well. Go abroad. Like, do you know what I mean? Go abroad because you want to do it. Like, I know for my uncle, yeah. like, he set up um transport, so like it picked everyone up. Not, yeah, I think it picked up everyone that didn't come like earlier or whatever. Because obviously, I was part of like the bridal train and I was family, so I came like a few days before. But it picked up everyone from London and it drove them all down. But it's true, it depends. I mean, we'll get onto this in a minute because we haven't actually asked Beatrice about like Hindu and stuff. But I'm the same as you. Like, I think I would just prefer destination, to be fair. Mm. Like, oh, that, that Shayla's word, it really, it really opened my eyes. Because at mm. first I was like, okay, yeah, but I want people, I want a lot of people to be at my wedding. But just like, you know, yeah, people are going to come if they're going to come. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, that, goes, that goes with the whole um, location in Bath as well. Like, 
Mm. It's actually your day. So whatever you want to do, mm. people will make the effort. Make the to, effort, exactly. To, make that, to go that extra mile. Mm. But Beatrice, what, like, in light of Shayla's Hindu and Stadu mm. sitch, like, what are you now thinking? You know what, yeah, now you've spoken about it, I actually think the reason why it works for them is because, one, they were basically a couple already. So they mm. also live together, right? So they already have friendships as a couple, right? Mm. So mm. it's very different where you're, for example, living at home and you have your own kind of separate kind of groups and stuff from your partner because obviously, like, you're not really, like, moved in yet. Obviously, when you're going to be in a relationship, things will begin to merge, but there's a different kind of merging where you live when you live with someone. And also yeah. for them, like, they're also a bit older, than us as well mm. so it's very and like their friends are married couples like do you know what i mean it's very, mm, very different. yeah it's a different group do you know what i mean so i think for me if it ends up being that i'm with someone and actually we have you know a lot of friends i think this will lead on to what we want to talk about in terms of even like who would be on your bridal train or not even just you know just you know those like yeah bridal trains for example um like it just depends on you know who who makes it and you know if that if that group actually happens to be a group that is very very linked with the male the male part of like you know my my partner's um group as well like and then i i don't have an issue us kind of going out and doing it together because you know it, it everyone will feel connected it will actually feel more of like a massive like i don't know i think you've summarized it perfectly, yeah, perfectly. that's exactly i think that's exactly yeah. my thinking because you're right, like Desi and her husband were there. There were yeah. other few couples, and like she obviously had all the ladies at her stag, and they all the their partners were on. Yes, at Les's. Um, sorry, she had all the ladies at her hen, and then all the all the guys were at Les's stag. So it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. But if they're separate, then it's just kind of like, what is the point? Yeah, of they're coming yeah, together because mm-hmm. I don't even yeah. know you like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the living together aspect of it is is key because obviously. Just to give a bit of background, he actually was never living in LA. He lived yeah. in, I think he lived in like Detroit. In New Jersey. Was it New Jersey? I don't think it was New Jersey. I think it was New York, actually. Sorry. No, no, no. I feel like it was somewhere like, is it Detroit, Michigan, those kind of places? Like, I think it was, I think it's somewhere like that. And then obviously, somewhere like that. Somewhere like that. And then he moved to LA. So he kind of like went into her life, if that makes sense. So he okay, kind of had to. Okay adapter and then make friends with all of her friends and things like that so it's relatively a lot easier if all of your friends are the same friends that you were going to invite anyway if that makes sense yeah so i just feel like as beatrice said she kind of summarized it quite well like if you've established friends like as a couple then it would be a lot easier to integrate that into a joint kind joint slash split kind of um hen slash stag do on the same trip Mm. yeah um so just going back to what we were talking about earlier about like uk weddings or destination or whatever mm. and when you when we say destination i don't know if we're including nigeria in that but anyway i guess we'll <laughs> clarify in a minute <laughs> <laughs> but um what is you guys's preference do you think what in terms of nigeria mm. or just no i just mean like do you have a location in mind that you're like this is where i want to get married or is it kind of just like i'll make that decision when i'm with my partner or do you have like yeah a preference Mm. do you want me to go first yeah go on so i think for me obviously like we're talking but we ain't got no partners so one it would 
You Why do you me? keep reiterating no, this? This is what I was going to say. Oh, now. We know the we're reason why, The reason why <laughs> it was going to affect what I'm going to say is because when I'm with my partner, if we have, you know, obviously you might go on trips and stuff, or like there might be some a place that actually okay. like is now becomes like symbolic. Place. To, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like symbolic to you both or something like then, you know, I would obviously go with that. But um, I genuinely feel like it's I've been I'm, I'm in two minds I feel like sometimes I've seen some people do the whole and I think we're trying to actually you know trying to, um when she was planning to do her wedding and stuff before yeah. mm. the idea of you know allowing people who might not be able to travel to still joining and the wedding like and and have some sort of part in it so if that means okay doing the traditional in London and then doing the actual white wedding and stuff abroad then that to me would seem like the perfect thing because one obviously like I actually feel like now like watching these weddings and stuff I really want my wedding wedding if possible to be not in not small small is the wrong thing but youthful and I know that's <laughs> when I say you know which I'm like, you know it's good to see the youth but really and truly like it needs to be the majority of us rather than our parents and their friends if that makes sense mm. and mm. I feel like um doing a destination aids that and it helps yeah that. it helps you it helps control first of all it helps control the numbers yes control the crowd control the crowd <laughs> literally control the crowd <laughs> Malian, Malian, I <laughs> Malian, step on. because I know a lot of people that chosen to do a destination wedding one of the main like obviously it's the aesthetics and the whole night but mm. one of a big reason as well is that they're able to control numbers like That's... with if you do your wedding in london and things like that it's mm. easy for anyone just to be like okay i'm just going and to bring really willy to come and start I'm just going to bring, 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 bring and things like that and i've always said like i don't mind having a big wedding like i, I actually don't mind like mm. i would want i would want my parents to want to invite their yes, friends and stuff because too. i just feel like it's a celebration. It's, it's man. a celebration, and they want to share that with yeah. the ones that they love as well. So I don't mind my my parents wanting to invite people, as long as um you're contributing, it's fine. Like as long yeah. as you're putting the money forward, then it's fine. And I feel like That's... they would do that. Mm. But in terms of like um, sometimes on the other on the flip side of me as well, I just want it to be a bit more. I, I guess the traditional can be the whole. Not into, not be rowdy, but it could be a bit more, you know, <laughs> mm. a lot of people and things like celebration. Mm. But I think when it comes to like the white wedding, it's so mm. nice having like even if, even if I was to have like three hundred people, even though it's still classified as a big wedding, at least majority of the people that when I look into the crowd, I'll see a lot of people that I know and stuff, and yes. it can be a bit more intimate and stuff, and it can be more enjoyable if that yes. makes sense. Because yes. a lot of people when I when I talk to people that have had weddings and stuff. They were like, you have no control. On the day, you're not going to be the one saying, oh, this person needs to get out and things like that. You're, you're the one participating in the wedding. You're not the event planner mm. on the day. There's only so much that you can do until the day happens. So um, I think it's just a lot easier to do your wedding abroad. Maybe not easier, but I think in terms of like numbers and things like that, it's just a lot nicer to do it abroad. Yeah. But, um, I'm still in two minds because obviously there's a possibility that I would want to get married in Nigeria, but, you know. Mm, mm, mm. 
I feel like Nigeria one's a whole different thing in itself. Like, because fair enough, you're not getting married in a country that is uh where you live, and then also obviously like it's effort, not effort, but it requires money for everyone to be traveling over. But because you're going to somewhere where there's also family there as well, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's a bit different. Whereas where you where if you're compared to somewhere where there's like literally like nothing that's related to your culture, nobody no family lives there. It's a completely different ball game in my opinion. Um percent. Yeah, but yeah, what about you, Sharon? Um, I think I wanna do um a destin I wanna have a destination wedding and I think well firstly for like views and stuff, like mm. not views, uh YouTube views, but like you know what I mean, like the mm. scenery and stuff like that. Because mm. I think I would like an outdoor wedding or like mm. semi outdoor. Mm. Um and also I think as well for numbers, like controlling the numbers, only because I think like I'm not fussed about my engagement if you like invite your dog. Okay, don't invite animals, but if you like <laughs> invite your friends, do you know what I mean? You mean your but, traditional engagement? Yeah, tried engagement. Mm. I don't mind I don't really care who comes. That one is a party. Like, we're actually mm. just there to jail. Do you get for it? Real, for real. But my actual wedding, I would love for it to be like more intimate. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, I just don't want to be crying. And I'm looking into the crowd for like moral support. And then I'm seeing somebody's somebody, somebody, somebody. And I'm thinking, who the heck mm. are you? Mm. But um, no, anyway, yeah, I don't know. I just think that, I don't know. I just, there's just something. I don't, I feel like there's some sort of magic abroad like you know when you go on yeah. holiday you know that holiday feeling that you get yeah there's something magical about like being away from home and getting married not like this english weather that you can't even it might start snowing like you yeah. actually just don't know mm-hmm. um i think that's another thing like wanting to be able to semi-control the weather like yeah just not having like crazy surprises but then i think with that as well like you have to be considerate because there's some people who you may really want to come but they yes. may not be able to afford it and i feel like that's where it becomes a bit challenging because yeah. and also like are you meant to subsidize people... like yeah what? with people with um grandparents actually something else i was going to say that like um you know for me i mean i only literally only have one grandparent left um Same. and he cannot travel um so for me it's not really a thing like that as such but for example if the if whoever i'm with um you know their parent they've got their grandparents and for example they cannot travel or or maybe they're in the uk and they cannot travel or something along those lines and they want them to be a part of it like that would be a huge factor that would need to be considered um so like you said there's, there's certain people that kind of like definitely very immediate close family would influence as well as to whether a destination can be viable or not mm, um, obviously, God willing, obviously like god willing and stuff but we thank god our parents are all in good health as well mm. that we're, you know we're not in a position where our parents as well cannot travel or anything mm. like that so that's also something that i know that other people would definitely be having to consider whether their parents are even able to travel mm. um, and things like that so yeah yeah 100 I think like you know if I wasn't able to have a destination wedding I had to do everything in the UK or whatever then it might just be a thing like where I do like vow renewals like Mm. 10 years later like abroad or Mm. something like Mm. I'm not a hunt like I'm not fussed I'm not like oh no I'm putting my foot down here like this is exactly what I'm doing I think a lot of it will be influenced by what my partner wants to do Mm -hmm. but obviously as women I think like 
you semi take yes we control of of what what happens on the day so like Mm -hmm. I think I'm not I'm not sure if my partner would really be fussed like that but Mm. yeah I don't know I think a destination wedding with a trad in the UK I used to say I wanted my trad to be in Nigeria but I don't think that makes any sense if I'm having trad in Nigeria and then destination wedding like people are just gonna have to be traveling twice you know Mm, and it makes more sense I think for the people in Nigeria to come to England than for everyone in England to go to the UK Mm. go to the UK go to Nigeria Mm. um so just wanted to say and actually tell me this is where I think it'll be nice if you could step in um for people that don't know what we mean when we say trad so for us we, we're all nigerian here um and we're all yoruba um and essentially we have what we call like a traditional wedding which is a wedding that's basically like yeah i, I mean it's kind of self-explanatory i think um with the title um but essentially what people tend to do here is they have a traditional wedding um which I legally I don't think it doesn't stand here in the UK legally um because obviously you still have to go to the registry to obviously you know be officially married um so people tend to do a traditional wedding but then also then do the white wedding and then have the registry there and all that sort of thing there um so yeah I think it would be nice for some people I guess to understand why we say that you know a traditional can be it's kind of okay to happen in the UK it's, it's because it's more of like a one day affair um and like it's not really it's I don't know how to explain it like it's it's crucial but because it's not really like it's not really legally standing like you can have a bit more flexibility with things like if things don't go 100 you're not saying vows and stuff yeah like... you're not saying vows like that like etc so I don't know Tammy if you want to walk through quickly like I guess some people as well will be interested who aren't necessarily Yoruba and all that sort of things to know what exactly happens in a traditional wedding. That would be actually, that would be good. Yeah, so basically, essentially what it is, is basically like um, the two families basically coming together. I Mm. think that's kind of like what it is. It's mainly to do with um, the families coming together as opposed to... You know what I mean? So... uh, the white wedding is more like the um christian side of it like um um going to the church and doing all that but when in fact like the yoruba part of it is um families coming together and things like that so basically essentially what happens is um kind of i'll kind of like walk through like what actually happens at a traditional nigerian wedding so first of all um I think the bride's family dances in first and then it's the groom's family. So that's why it's kind of like, that's why I said it's kind of like a family thing because in which wedding do you see family without, <laughs> without, without the bride and the groom dancing in? Do you know what exactly. I mean? So that's what happens. And then obviously, um, would I say that the event is hosted? I don't know whether... Yeah, what, it is. It's, it's, it's like an MC. It's like the person who, who runs the, the, the thing. Yeah. yeah, so they're called Alagas and they're basically like, you have one for the bride's family and one for the groom's family and they basically like um kind of like they officiate the um the coming togethers of the families so they're the ones they'll sing they'll bring talking drum band and things like that Mm. they'll dance and things like that they'll sing and all that stuff so it's kind of like um kind of like a lively event Mm. so yeah so they've come in as i said each family has an alaga and they basically basically the groom will now dance in with his friends and things like that then they'll now um there's also like a proposal made like a letter that they have to that the um groom's family will present to the wife's family 
So mm. it's basically like a proposal letter, like just I've had to read one of them out before as um wait. I think I'm getting it wrong. Two seconds. Cause I know that there's a letter that you have to um that you have to read out. Okay, yeah. So basically yeah, so the yeah, so I, I was right. So the Nigerian so the male the, the groom has to mm. propose a letter that um is for the bride's parents and then the, basically the letter is basically like a symbol that um like they have to accept the groom if that yes. makes sense the bride's yes. family and on the day a member of the bride's family has to read it out that's I had to read it out when my auntie got married mm. so basically so after that so yeah so the groom comes in and then does the prostrating or whatever so the prostrating is kind of like um how do you, like a like a like a sign of respect in a way mm. that is now like I'm taking your bride away from your family essentially. So mm. that's why that the all the men um on the floor. All the men yeah. on the floor and they prostrate they prostrate and stuff. So um we know a couple the, of people who who have issues with that one but we won't go there. <laughs> oh damn. That's another topic for another day. Damn. But yeah then the the bride um, comes in with all her friends as well and things like that so mate, basically what it is is that it's just two families coming together mm. it's i would say it's kind of similar to like how um like if you have, to have your white wedding it's just it's a, just a bit more colorful a bit more lively mm. and like the alligators they'll pray and things like that then the mother of the bride will pray with the with the bride in front of everybody so i think and obviously they'll cut the cake and things mm. like that so it's kind of just like two families coming together. I don't want to go too much into it because we'll be here forever. Mm, but mm. that's kind of like an overlook of what happens. And obviously there's like dancing and stuff. There's talking mm. palms, there's all that stuff. So yeah. if anyone hasn't gone to a Yoruba traditional wedding, I personally think is better than the white I wedding. was going to say oh, the same thing. I'm 100%. actually more excited for trads than I am for white weddings. I find white weddings quite boring, actually. Yes. Like the ceremony is a bit dead i can't lie like mm. get me to the receptions i can eat or something but mm. um the tra- traditional weddings they're so fun and i think as well like i don't know if this is always the case but all of the ones that i've attended they've always been in yoruba as well and i just mm. think like yeah. it just makes it more enjoyable because your yes. whole culture i just feel like is just displayed like and mm. celebrated in that in that day mm. but um no, nah, yeah, definitely they're better than white weddings, hundred yeah, percent. Imagine if we um, only had English weddings, I would just. What is the point? <laughs> and one thing I was going to say is that, like, um, as you're doing, as you're proceeding through the um, the kind of stages that Tammy mentioned, you know, where you have to like, you know, read out a letter, all those sort of things. Essentially, like, it, it becomes really interactive and funny because um, there's even things where, like, if you do something wrong, like, you get fined. So, like, you have to go and make a payment. Yeah. So like it's just really, really yeah, exactly. interactive. Like people who are actually in the wedding as well. Like you will have a You're lot involved. of fun. But even watching Trust. it, even watching it, you'll hear the jokes that's flying, all those sort of things. Like you'll just be laughing along. And that's why we said that having it in the UK and having like a, a, a large amount of people, it's not too it's not too bad because yeah. it is uh, in it fact is it's really, preferred, I think. Yeah, exactly. And it is all about families literally merging together. And it's I I, I just feel like it's at like the perfect segue before getting you know going to the to the do the white wedding i think it's just perfect for the families to kind of like blend officially in front of everyone and just have fun with it mm. so and obviously like sarah said it's traditional so obviously you're wearing like traditional um clothing and all that sort of thing and yeah i just absolutely love it 
Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say about the clothing as well, like the Astro B, like all your mm. friends be wearing it. Yeah. You'll be wearing your Astro K hey, and things Astro like that. So mm. and it's just like it's just so and then you'll now be thinking of oh, what colours are you going to, mm. to pick and things like that. So I think the Yoruba traditional wedding is just it's just so nice and yeah. like even as I said, like there's the praying and things like that. Like some mm. of the prayers, like it'll just be in Yoruba, it's, and, yeah, and yeah. it's so and it, powerful, and it's more stronger than how it would be in um in English and things like. When I said that, like the month that like, there's a part in every um Yoruba traditional wedding where the mum prays for the daughter, yeah, and that, that is part, the part that I always that the part is where. Like you see people crying. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just oh, so beautiful. As I just well. love it. Like I just Honestly. love how like the men prostrate, the women like nails, all that kind of stuff. Like I just, I don't know. I just think, especially for us in the UK, we don't always get to see that because mm, we're yes. obviously in the UK. It's mm. do you know what I mean? But mm. when you go to these weddings, it's like it's just a huge celebration and just like a fantastic, beautiful, colorful portrayal of our culture mm. and. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah, I'm excited. But yeah. on that topic of like, you know, weddings, traditional weddings and stuff, have you guys ever thought about like your bridal train and like, would you, would you want to have a train? And if you did have a train, would you want it to be big? Would you want it to be small? Does the number of men have to match the number of women? Um, and do you have like in your mind like an idea of like people that you would have on your train if you were to get married like next year, for example? Hmm next year loads of questions loads of questions First I can do you want to train <laughs> I'm sorry I think I can actually summarize it all quickly um oh. and again I'm sorry I'm basically sounding like a broken record here but I genuinely do believe it depends on who I'm with the reason why I say that is because I as much uh, getting that balance between people who have been there in your life but then also people who are part of your relationship I think is key so you know like for example there's certain people that like when you're in a relationship maybe your 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 friendship or your I don't know it can either like deteriorate or it can improve like do you get mm. what I'm trying to say so like there's certain people that yes like you were there when we were younger and stuff but you actually are, are not really like that like that involved with my relationship as such that like, you, you haven't really been around my partner in fact there's been loads of times where people are on the train and they actually are meeting the the groom or meeting the bride for the first time and I to me that's that seems a bit wild maybe not maybe it's not maybe it's normal but I just think that's a bit mad to actually not even know properly you know the person yeah. so mm-hmm. that's why for me I'm like I kind of want to get that balance right because there's definitely people in my life that like I'm cool with now but I don't know how that relationship will will kind of blossom or or move like when I'm with someone else not with someone else when I'm with someone um so yeah I think that's that's why I don't know how my train will look like. I don't know whether I would even have one because if he doesn't, if he's not really on selecting people, then obviously, like, I'm not going to force having a bridal train with no, <laughs> with, with no, with no men. <laughs> no good men, like, what the hell? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's it for me. But ideally, if everything was like, I could literally have it the way that I would want it. Um, I think I would actually want to have quite a small, not small, maybe like five uh, people on my train. Um, nothing like too mad, mad, but 
the thing about trains and stuff, and I think I know Tammy will probably go into this because we've had like a similar conversation ages ago. So it'd be interesting to know whether Tammy your your view has changed. But actually, as I'm beginning to see these weddings more and more, and I think Shayla's one has definitely again sparked something up. Like it's actually not necessary as such. Like I thought it was necessary, but I've definitely changed my mind on that. That it's actually not as necessary as I thought to have one. And obviously, just having the you know your close friends be part of every single journey so that you know you're the, they'll be there for the Hindu they'll be there for like you know the bri- uh, bridal shower like as long as they're there then that that's that's really what matters isn't it so yeah that's that's kind of what my view is what about you Tammy yeah so my view hasn't changed I don't really want a bridal party um I just feel like not not saying that oh I, I can't choose or something like that I just feel like it just puts too much pressure like I, I don't want I want mm. people to feel comfortable because I know sometimes yes if someone asks me oh do you want to be a bride like I'll just be like oh, oh god bridesmaids have to wear one funky dress now like <laughs> I just want everybody I, I just don't want any any more stress so I'd rather just not go down the route I would probably have a bridal party for my traditional where there's tendencies to be like what like 15 to 20 girls if that makes sense like mm. there'll be a lot of um women stuff like that I think I'll lean more to that with my traditional wedding but in terms of wedding in terms of um the white wedding my white wedding I'm not 100% I might have a maid of honor but I think that would probably be it mm-hmm. um in terms yeah I don't think I don't think I'd have one it hasn't really changed unless Unless the guy that I marry maybe wants to have, that's mm. when I probably be more open to that idea. But as it stands, I just don't think um, it's that necessary. Mm. I think, yeah, I just don't think it's that necessary. Sorry, I think I just. I Who are you apologising to? In it, but I, I want to know. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Maybe people, maybe people that are listening that think I'm going to pick them. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry but don't, don't but at, at this point of time, I just just now like Mm. do you know what yeah i I agree but one thing actually now that i've said that even i agree i'm just thinking with the way the layout the way the way the white weddings work like how like who walks down like before the bride like if there's no the children just children that's it Um, are you asking that's even if i have children that's if you have kids if you if you wanted to have like a ring bearer and all that kind of stuff Mm. yeah it's even that that's what i said i'd probably just have um just one person a maid of honor but even then mm. yeah and probably m- my fiance would have a best man and that probably mm. so because i just but don't know like, gonna be cute actually like honestly like just imagine like you being at a white wedding and maybe just the maid of honor and the best man just walking and then just you and i think i think your wedding rights itself like there isn't a one size fit all i think of you can course. just do what you want to do like there's people that get married in black dresses, red dresses. Like, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no specific thing. Well, obviously, ideally, like people would want to have a bridal party or bridal thing, but I just don't feel like it's necessary. I feel like mm-hmm. all of you guys can be in the crowd, and I'll be looking at you. Oh, hi guys! Mm-hmm. So even if you were part of the bridal train or you're not, you're still going to be at the wedding. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you saying? Um, I. Like I said already, I, I think I want quite... I don't know if I said this actually. I think I want quite a small wedding. Um, and I, I don't know, I've just always been like that. I don't really like 
big, big, big things. So, well, this sorry, I, you mean small white, but obviously big. Yeah, big trads. Trad is for literally any mm. can be bothered to make it. But mm. um, my actual wedding, I think I want it to be quite small. I, if I did have a bridal train, um, it would be really small. And actually, I'm the same tummy. I just want um a maid of honor and a best man I don't think that you need more than that and also I know like we're big women and stuff and like people shouldn't get offended if you don't choose them but imagine you're the last person to get married Mm. and like five or six or seven of your friends have chosen you to be on their bridal train and then it comes to your wedding and you're saying oh sorry I'm only choosing five people and you're not me I don't know I feel like you'd have to have that yeah. separate conversation people might be offended even though I genuinely wouldn't be I don't I I don't think there's many people if any that wouldn't invite me onto their train and I I genuinely take it to heart like I, I really don't think it's that deep but I know that there are some people who may feel that way and I just don't want it to be a thing where now the bridal train is coming down that you're frowning frowning you <laughs> frowning your face or whatever but um <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, for me, um, I just want it to be quite small. I want to have, like, children, like, like flower girls and flower... And mm. Are they called flower boys? But even then, maybe just, like, two. Maybe if Beatrice mm, has a child or something. Muscles. If Beatrice has a child and maybe then I can just tell her to, you know, throw the flowers on the floor, confetti, yeah. whatever they call their things. <laughs> but no, I'm just... I'm just joking. But yeah, I think I just want a maid of honour and a best man, to be honest. I just mm. want it to be quite small. The only things I do think that it might impact is like, you know, when you're on Bella and I John, you're watching all these weddings and oh. stuff and you're seeing all the all the ladies getting ready together. That's I feel like I, that looks that I think would in like enhance the like whole like getting ready process, like if all your girls are there. But I don't mean I don't think that's deep. Like I'm sure they could still get ready in their own clothes and you know, I don't know. Mm, that's a good but point. yeah I think for me it's just it's just going to be a maid of honor and a best man mm. um but I don't know again like you said Beatrice it really might change um and um it kind of depends as well on what my husband wants to do because mm. I think we'll just like I'll just mirror what he does because if he's like oh no he's got like four of his guys that he wants to then I'm mm. obviously gonna have to find four girls because I'm not just gonna have a maid of honor and then there's Mm. there's four groomsmen do you know what I mean I'm looking like I don't have any friends mm. <laughs> I wanted to ask a question so obviously when we first started the pod I said um some people would be like oh yeah I'd rather have a house than have a big wedding mm. so um like I just wanted to throw the question out there like does the wedding matter in the sense that it has to be glamorous or things like that because some people would be like oh yeah it doesn't need to be that many people. We don't need to do that much. Or oh, I just want to go to the registry or whatever it's called or the mm-hmm. the court or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever they, whatever they mm-hmm. call it. Like some people generally think that a wedding is a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Like having a big wedding is a waste of money. Mm-hmm. So let's say you had um, a fiancé that would be like, oh, I don't really think we should spend that much on the wedding. Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you think you would say? I think I agree only because I like I mentioned I want to have a small white wedding um and I think part and parcel of that is that naturally I probably won't spend as much as I would if I was having a really big wedding um and to be honest like where I'm going to be living for the next like however many years is important to me um and actually I think I've said this before on a different pod 
or at least to Beatrice, I can't remember. But um, when I think about my future, I don't, I actually don't think about like a wedding. I actually think about the home that I'm going to live in Mm. and the lifestyle I'm going to have. And I don't know, I just never really picture like, oh my God, I'm going to have this amazing wedding and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. And my dress is going to be this. And like, I genuinely don't like, I'm, I feel like I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm quite simple pool so um not that i, I want to have a basic like bog standard wedding like out the, box, standard. out the box wedding like no um but i want i want to have a nice wedding but i would much rather if i had to pick like nice wedding or nice house or dream wedding or dream house i'm always picking always picking dream house mm, mm, what about mm. you beatrice no like 110 percent. like anyone would be silly to to pick it to not pick a house do you know what i mean like if you had to choose your dream something like a dream wedding and a dream house like come on let's let's just be real but however i'm of the opinion where i will really work hard to get it all um and i definitely want my wedding to be good like i want it to be it's a big for me anyway it is a big deal i know people say it's not a big deal like oh my god it's one day blah 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 but for me it is a big deal like especially the way that i have lived my life like i just know that my wedding is a big deal like i'm sorry that's just the way it is um and i'm willing to put money behind my wedding but i'm also willing to put money behind my honeymoon i'm also willing to put money behind my house but one thing for me that i've said actually is i ideally would want to have my own place which obviously was what I'm kind of working towards myself and I'm sure everyone, a lot of other people are in the same boat. I would love to have my own place before I even start like my wedding preparation. So like, it depends on the stage that you are when you are about to get married. Like if you have a place, fair enough, might not be your dream place, but obviously like, you know, everyone starts off somewhere on the property market, for example, if you have your own place before, then I'm not too fast. Like, you know, I'm going to put my efforts towards my wedding because I'm not going to be so like, oh yeah, like I need to like move into a bigger place and like a fresh start. Like if one of us has a property before, then I don't think it's that much of a big deal. But if you're coming, if you're coming out of like your family home, it's, it's, it's a bigger deal then. If that yeah. Um, I want to, I want a big wedding. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want everything. I want the, the amazing venue I want everything I want to spend a lot of money on my wedding because I only plan to do this once mm. so I want it to be a memorable day and I know some I know people probably thinking oh yeah but having a memorable day doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money but I want to so <laughs> I'm going to do that um hopefully I'm in the position that I can do that so that's what I um, want to do um, in terms of the question, would I rather have um, a home? Like, a, would I rather pick my dream home? Yeah, some people generally think that once you get married, like, you have to have everything all put together, but you still have the rest of your life. So, mm. yeah, I would love my dream home the second I get married, but if I don't, then it's still fine because I'm thinking, okay, obviously when my parents got married, we I still lived into that house by the age of 12 and then I moved when I was 12 into Mm. a better house so it's kind of like all these things are attainable like it doesn't have to be right at that second yeah yeah I feel like 
with um, the way everybody, like social media, everybody seems to have a lot of money. So that's why everybody has their dream house when they're 25, which is generally not the case <laughs> in a lot of situations. So for me, even if I spend a lot on the wedding and then that eats into the house that I want to buy, then that's fine. I don't mind waiting another six months or one year or two years until I get into the house that I want to. But I just want that day to be memorable. As I said, um, it's one day. I don't plan to do it a second time. Mm. So I'd rather just get out of the way, do it, know that I had a good time. And money comes and goes. So whether I don't have the house right second after the wedding it's fine it's still as I said it's still attainable I can still get mm-hmm. it it doesn't have to be right then and then I can get it in five years I can get it in 10 years but people still make do if that makes sense so mm-hmm. it's, it's like some people think it's the end all just to not have the house right at that point of time but a lot of young people like for me um if I don't have a five bedroom house or a three bedroom house or a four bedroom house like the second I get married that's fine I can make do with a two bed and then move my way up do you know what I mean so it's kind of like I think people just in their head think that their forever home is the home that they move into as soon as they Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's just like no that's really not the case a lot of people get their that's not realistic it's not realistic (laughs) a lot of people get their forever home like well yeah exactly some Mm. people like get their dream home like 20 years after they got married so Mm. it's not a race so I just feel like for me I just feel like the wedding is a special day symbolic I want to remember it as a good Mm. day and I want to remember that I paid a lot of money and a lot of people had a good time so I think as well I think maybe one thing though I have to say is that you know if it's a case where you're spending racks because obviously people say you know money or house like sorry house or wedding but like obviously these things are big are, are big big expenses it's not a case where it's like something small do you know what i mean like forking a lot of money um so i think there definitely is a case where sometimes it can be a bit silly for example where let's say you're you know you're both living in your parents home um you you have say you put all your savings into a wedding and you don't have anything else to kind of you know play around with or you know you're gonna have to now struggle to even rent somewhere i think mm-hmm. that's where it becomes a bit silly because obviously oh, yeah. like your priorities are not in check but if you've even got the cash for example but you just wanted to build a bit more like do you know what i mean like just because you don't have much house house money ready doesn't mean you don't have money do you know what i mean like the house yeah. is, not a, is not something like you just casually have like yeah what do you mean like you know your five grand or ten grand i mean you mean like it's it's house buying a house is is a lot of money um and yeah i just feel like people need to take it easy but there's definitely definitely situations where okay cool like you're mocking it now if you're really gonna you know put all that big big money into a wedding and you literally don't have anything else to kind of live by um after the wedding is done like you can't be suffering do you know what i mean so i think everyone should just do what they can afford man yeah that's like, what and i think about, social media you can afford really yeah easy. and i think social media like has a way of just like portraying this idealistic view of like how your life should be like if you're in a position where you can only afford to have a small wedding, then just have a small wedding. Like, I mean, mm. it depends. Like some people are really different and maybe they, would, they wouldn't they would mind staying engaged for a lot longer so that they can get the wedding that they want. But then some people, you might not be in that position and then 
whatever like you might just have to do a vow renewal like 10 years later because you know that some people do that as well they're like they didn't get the wedding that they really wanted so they're gonna have like a vow renewal or whatever and that's gonna be their special day again or whatever like I think you just have to honestly do what works for you and your and your partner Mm. can't come and kill yourself at the end of the day shy it is well but like the one says we need to use the word like sham said it perfectly before like when you think about you know your actual partner and stuff you don't well i don't know about you guys but you don't actually just focus on the day like it's actually about the relationship you have between like, the both of you so i think regardless like as long as you kind of do something that you know it's symbolic to both of you and you're obviously happy with you know the, the relationship you're in and stuff like i think anything anything will kind of just kind of run in in, in to keep it real do you know what i mean like obviously you mm. want to allow and stuff but as long as the actual the actual marriage itself is what you want then i think you know you're you're more likely to kind of not go over the top sometimes because you realize actually like this is there's more to it than just this one day or or whatever and even there's even more to this there's more to it than a house like and buying a yeah. house because uh, you don't need to buy a house to, to be married so um, yeah yeah, there's a lot of things. So that's my opinion, Sha. <laughs> okay, guys. So we've come to the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, you know, we drop an episode every week on Monday. So make sure you guys, you know, follow us on Spotify, follow us on Apple Podcasts, follow us wherever you guys listen to and make sure you turn on notifications so you guys know when we drop another episode. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed the discussion today. I definitely did. And you know, to Mr. Man, if you're out there, you know what I mean? I hope you're getting the money. <laughs> it's going to be expensive. That's all I'm going to say for today. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys follow us on our socials. That is BTSPod underscore on Instagram and on Twitter. And also, guys, like, um, please send us, like, anything you guys want us to discuss and stuff. Um, we've, we've got a few lists. We've got a list of a few things that people have said. But um, please keep, like, suggestions, like, coming in and stuff. That we'll, we'll really appreciate that. So, you know, we can speak on what needs to be spoken on. I don't know whether that even makes sense. But anyway, um, <laughs> we, we, we move. So thank you guys so much. And we will see you guys in our next one. Bye. Bye.